0: the playmakers blog and this episode of shooting lights out is being brought to you by Liz. get your official fan gear wear the official Liz hat and all other sports gear that you want with liz.com also it's being brought to you by fanatics where a sports fan shop and get the latest deals on everything sportswear and also by paramount plus stream live sports breaking news with paramount plus Tis the season for streaming now to your little episode of Shooting Lights Out. shooting lights out ladies and gentlemen ladies and gentlemen the playmaker down there silence still with shooting lights out now for those of you who are watching on the youtube channel you getting the live you getting not the live but the video copy if you listen to the audio on all streaming platforms whether it's apple google spotify our heart radio amazon Pandora, whatever it is. Thank you for tuning in on today's show. Today's show is going to be nice and good. We're going to go through around the hardwood. We've got some news, some notes, some recaps to go over. I have a heat check for you that's in the NBA. I'm going to finish the show off with that. And I do have a fragrant file to give out to a Pac 12 team. That's very disturbing to see, to say the least. But without further ado, you know, we're going to go around the hardwood to start things. And going around the heart, we have breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. University of Texas men's basketball coach Chris Beers has been arrested for a domestic violent charge. Now, I was stunned to hear this news come out, but it has been breaking news. It, it says here, uh, Texas men's basketball coach Chris Beer was arrested Monday morning on a felony domestic violence charge beer 49 is currently going through the booking process at the travis county jail according to Kristen dart senior public information officer for the travis county sheriff's office dart said he is in our custody i can confirm he is the person who is in our booking process close quote article continues to read on says Beer was arrested by police in Austin, Texas, and booked at 4.18 a.m. on a third-degree charge of assault over the family of a funny household member. Impended breath circulation or strangulation. Austin police told ESPN they received a disturbance hot shot call, and officers were dispatched to the 1900 block of Vista Lane shortly after midnight Monday. The Austin Police Department's website defines a hotshot call as incidents which are in progress are an immediate threat to life and or public safety. These calls are dispatched immediately. Beer's attorney Perry Minton told Austin American statesman that Beer is 100% innocent of these charges. Quote, he should have never been arrested. The complaints want him released immediately and all charges dismissed. It's, it is truly inconceivable. Close. quote. Texas University came out with a statement that said, quote, the university is aware of the situation regarding Chris Beard. We are continuing to gather information and monitoring the legal process closed. This is coming off them having having winning against Texas Tech. I mean other them winning against uh winning their last game before they are hosting Rice Tonight in tonight's game. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes, especially with the new ranking who just came out not too long ago. That I will look at those a little later. But this is amazing. I should I take that back. Let's look at the rankings. Let's look at the new basketball rankings now. Since we are talking about the Texas long run. And currently, right now, the new ranking show that Purdue is number one, Virginia number two, Yukon number three, Alabama number four, Houston five, Tennessee six, and Texas is ranked seventh. Kansas eight, Arizona nine, Arkansas running up the top ten. So that's where we at right now for the ranking that's the top 10, but the new rankings are out right, You can go on any site of right now look at 11 to 25 But your top 10s as as I just stated Purdue, Virginia, UConn, Alabama, Houston, Tennessee, Texas is at 7 Kansas, Arizona, and Arkansas As we move on, yes, the long will be hosting six and six into rice at 8 p.m. on the long network you just see how that, how that goes with Chris Beard. Will he be able to host that game? Will he be suspended? Because the next game is not until after they play Russell. Like that next game is not until uh, quite a while. So there's plenty of time between now and they next game to see what's going to happen with Chris Beard. The next game is not until the 18th when they host when they host the uh, Stanford Cardinals and they to a coast to coast talent so, so they have a game tonight I guess right they don't play six days later until the 18th but that gives them a good five to six days between games to free everything out with Chris beers and this domestic violence charges that's on him nevertheless it's still breaking news and it's still crazy to see that this has happened all right moving on to our next topic. Brittany Griner is home. She was released Thursday morning from Russia. She's back in the States, down in, I believe, San Antonio at the moment. As you can see, the article Women's Basketball World shares relief as Brittany Griner heads home. You know, there's a lot of th- different ways that people view this situation. She broke laws in Russia. She got nine years she got nine years of, nine years of time over there. Uh Putin used to have a pawn to get back where he wanted in return, which the US finally gave in and sent over a uh, arms dealer for Britney Grounder's release. But nevertheless, britney Granner is home. She is she is back where she is. Uh, let me go to the that article right now. Uh, western free britney griner in a dramatic high level prison exchange that brings the wnh back to the united states after almost 10 years of detainment the swap made at, at the time a heightened tension over the invasion of Ukraine achieved a top goal for president joe biden but carried a heavy price and left behind paul wheeler in american jail for nearly four years in russia So as we continue on with this, this is going to be this story, this stuff between U.S.A. versus not even another time, but Brittany Griner is home. She is back, and uh, she did step on the court yesterday. Brittany Griner pulled a pair of black Chuck Taylor sneakers, Phoenix Sun shorts, and a T-shirt touting Title IX, and picked up a basketball Sunday for the first time in almost 10 months. Her first act was a dunk. Griner is still a is still at Fort Sam Houston in San Antonio, where she was taken after her release from Russia last week, with no immediate plans to leave. And despite the light workout, she says, the 32-year-old Griner isn't ready to say when or if she plans to return to a Debbie Baker with the Phoenix Mercury. Griner has not spoken publicly since her return, but should. Issue a statement this week. So it's been a crazy ten months for Britney Grinder. Crazy ten months overall. People been following this story nonstop. And to everybody who followed this story from CNN to ESPN to you know all the media outlets were following this story. I think a fabulous job. Uh, britney Grinder is safe. Brittany Grinder home. The road to recovery has begun. We should see where it goes from here. How does she handle her platform going forward after what she has been through, and what good she will come out of this? So that's that. Moving on to our next topic: sad news in the NBA. Paul Silas, three-time NBA champion, longtime coach, dies at 79. Uh, that came out, I believe, sometime yesterday. Uh, I want to say yesterday afternoon. I wanted to leave uh, when the news broke that he died, as everybody was getting ready for their football. Uh, all right, so basketball talk. Paul Silas had to be patient as they played. He waited ten years before winning his first championship as a coach. He waited fifteen years for his second championship at running a team as a father. He waited twenty years before seeing his son get a chance to lead a franchise. I've always tried to remain positive, Silas said in in 2013. I think it usually worked out, quote, quote. Silas, who touched the game as a player, coach, and president of the National Basketball Players Association, has died. His family announced Sunday. Silas, whose son, Stephen Silas, the coach of the Houston Rockets, was 79. Michael Jordan gave a quote when he found out the death for him, saying, quote, he could find the knowledge. The knowledge developed over nearly 40 years as an NBA player and coach with an innate understanding of how to mix discipline with his never-ending positivity. On and off the court, Paul's enthusiastic and engaging personality was accompanied by an advocate of every, okay, for every occasion. He was one of the all-time great people in our game, and he would be missed close. That is from the Goats, Michael Jeffrey. Jordan sure. Uh Silas' daughter, Paula Silas Got told the New York Times that her father died Saturday night of cardiac in India Commissioner Adams says we mourn the passing of former NBA All-Star and head coach Paul Silas. Paul's lesson contribute to the game are seen through the many players and coaches he inspired, including his son, Rockets head coach Steve, Stephen Silas. We send our deepest condolences to the Paul to Paul's family. We say the same thing here at the Playmakers' well squad, for myself. here, shooting like so condolences to the Paul Silas family. There are many more tweets and stuff that went on about, but with Steven Silas stepping away of obvious reason, the Rockets, did had to put how to play a game yesterday and they had to play it against a ferocious Milwaukee Bucks team. And as those of you who are watching on YouTube can see that the Houston Rockets put out a monumental upset at home over the Milwaukee Bucks, 97 to 92. New Zealand Green had a phenomenal game in that game. He outdoed Giannis in that one. Uh, Chris Madison did suffer an ankle injury, it was believed to be an ankle sprain. But nevertheless, on the daylight, on the daylight, what took place Saturday, or Saturday night, the Sunday, I give all the kudos to the Rockets on this one. Jalen Green scored 30 points, had seven boards. Kevin Porter Jr. had an 18 with seven assists. As they outdo, Giannis and the Milwaukee Bucks, a uh, good old win. Giannis didn't have a very good game, 16 points, 18 boards. Drew Holiday led the way with 25 points with eight boards and eight assists. But there's a big win, a very big win for Jalen Green and the Houston Rockets, despite what was going on. Uh, assistant coach John Lucas filled in for Steven Sallas for that game. Uh, Lucas said after that game, quote, that's for coach. That's one that one's for him. Speaking of Steven Silas, knowing he was away with family, dealing with the devil of his father. A good, 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 good win for the uh, for the Rockets. It is tough time for their head coach. All right, uh, we did have our first ever uh, Saturday night primetime game of the season this past Saturday. It was the finals rematch between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors down in San Francisco, and the Golden State Warriors, the Splash Brothers, were dominant splash but they were dominant combining for 66 points and took control of the Boston Celtics 123 to 107 Steph Curry 32 points 6 for 11 from 3 with seven assists and six boards. but it was the clay Thompson show 34 points to lead the charge 14 for 26 from the field 4 for 11 from 3 he also had five boards Jordan Poole joined the show too with 20 points as he got the start for the Golden State Warriors. And for the Boston Celtics, Jalen Brown did everything he could, but he was not to be out. He was outdone by the Splash Brothers. Jalen Brown had 31 points now. Boys to lead the Celtics. Uh Jason Tatum had probably one of his worst games this season, only scoring 18 points, six for 21 from the field, two for nine from three. He had seven boys, but it was the Golden State's night, and they kept it. And, and, and they proved the Splash Brothers came out, the Splash Brothers in the business. So, good work for them. But now to switch over to college basketball to do some recap real quick. This past Saturday, we saw Penn State go into Illinois and knock out 17 ranked Illinois 74 to 59. As you can see, those of you who are watching on YouTube, Penn State didn't, didn't mess around. They came ready to play, ready to fall. Unfortunately for them, this is Illinois third loss this season. They second loss within in four games. There's no second loss in three game in three games. That hurts them quite a bit, but hey, they took an L after beating Texas. In the Jimmy B classic days earlier, that's a that's a big win for Penn State. Both teams both teams go in seven and three. Continuing on, we go to a news that Larry Brown is officially stepping down from the coaching staff of Memphis due to health concerns. And due to health concerns, the Memphis Tigers went on to beat the 11 ranked Auburn Tigers 82 to 73. That was back on Saturday as well for the holiday. Boots giving, big win for the Memphis Tigers and Penny Holloway. Bruce Pearl and the Auburn Tiger will have to regroup as they have been knocked from the ranks of the unbeatens Kendra Davis, 20, 27 points to lead the way for the Memphis Tigers with nine rebounds and six assists. A big win for the Memphis Tigers. Speaking of big win in the state of in, in for the state of Alabama, Alabama took down number one Houston down in Houston seventy one to sixty five. Alabama scoring forty four points in the second half, outscoring the Krugers by ten in the second half to win it by six. Big win for Nick Oates and the Crimson Tide, Carol Sampson and the Cougars will have to look to bounce back after that upset loss that they suffered, and then we had a big one down in uh Las Vegas, 14th ranked Indiana playing against 10th ranked Arizona. Arizona controlled this game from start to finish, beating Indiana 89 to 75. Indiana didn't have a chance in this one, and that's that's surprising. The same way when we saw Indiana do what he did to North Carolina. In a, ACC bit Ten challenge, but Arizona is uh, folks. This could be a year the Arizona Wildcats could go all the way. This team is potent at all it's like crazy. This team here is just unbelievable. Okay, currently eight and one, one and one in Pac twelve, but it's all good for this team. When this team gets rolling, this team gets rolling as you see what they did to Indiana. Big win for the Wildcats in that one. We had to go, that was all Saturday. Then on Sunday, only last night, ladies and gentlemen, we had the Tennessee Volunteers playing against the Maryland Terrapins in the Basketball Hall of Fame Invitational. Rick Barnes has to feel good about this as seven ranked Tennessee took down 13 ranked 56 to 53 tennessee jumped out to a 17 point halftime lead for those of you who are watching on youtube you can see it for those of you who are listening the audio version tennessee was up 34 17 at halftime then uh, maryland's comeback fell just short as the YAP scored the volunteers 36 to 14 but they come out just short as the volunteers survive by three in that game good win for the volunteers we must need a win for them. You have the Nike Hoop Summit. We'll be featuring the women's game for the first time. Coming up, that should be good to do as we go to the women's side of the of the legend now. And as you, those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see the recap of the UConn Maryland game. And big shout out to the Maryland team as taking down UConn. And two games without Miss Fudge for the. Connecticut Huskies both came up with L so far so without Paige Beckers and Aziz but the Yukon ladies are starting to struggle now they are starting to struggle they lost the game they lost the Jimmy B women's classic against Notre Dame 60 to 74 now they lost to now they lost to the Maryland Terrapins 78 to 85 that's a good win for Maryland Alia Edwards for UConn Tribe with only with 25 points, but Aubrey Myers led, led the Terrapins with 20 points. She so also got help from Miller with 17. Sailors with 19. They got 13 off the bench from Alexander. So that's, a, that's a good win for Maryland. Uh, UConn will look to bounce back on Saturday when they have to go up against the Florida State Seminoles in the the thing women's showcase and that will not be an easy task because the ladies seminars are 10 and 1 on the season they have been winning a lot they have they went to Wisconsin and beat them they have beaten Purdue. they have already beaten two Big Ten teams UConn is coming up that goes in the Maryland and Indiana so it's gonna be easy to see where this game goes up to from that from that point forward and what's next but them. that's our. Speaking of ladies basketball, I I got another one. Tennessee's Tamari Keys out for the season with blood cotton and lungs. Uh, Alexa Filipino gave this article back on the eighth. Thoughts and prayers are with Miss Keys that she does whatever she needs to do to get healthy and come back next season ready to play. You know, this type of the same. This is pretty much the same thing that uh Chris boss went through with the Miami Heat when he was playing is why his career ended prematurely uh, they ended on the terms that he wanted to end it on but nevertheless he is still alive and doing well so we pray for the same thing for miss keys that she takes the rest of the season off that she does all the treatment does everything she needs to do to get herself back for next season and whatnot and our final thing for around the hardwood us men's basketball to play world cup games and really? so they will be getting set to play that next year the world cup for the men's i'm looking forward to this uh the women's took care of business like they should like they're supposed to now it'll be the men's turn to do what they need to do handle your business get out there don't play around don't mess around and do what you got to do and mean what you say so with that being said we're gonna take a break right here when we come back i got a freaking foul to give up the playmaker's blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by fanatics fanatics where you can get all your official license sports gear memorabilia whether it's for the national football league the national basketball association major league baseball national hockey league or even international soccer league or even college sports so whip your team we're up the hardware. Get comfortable. Because Fanatics is the way to go. We're fans Shop and official license everything. And welcome back to Shooting Lights out as you as you let listen to that. Uh, as of today, today only, Fanatics is having a up to 65% off site wide using the promo code Tussle, T-I-N-S-E. E-L, and that is T-I-N-S-E-L. get up to 65% off site-wide on fanatis.com. order today get it before Christmas all right now those of you who are looking at you, you and you see you see the cow signal on the screen for those of you who are listening to the audio my fragrance file comes to us from the Pac-12 and is featuring the California Bears. Now, some of you might be saying the Cal Bears, I mean, why? They suck. They're terrible. That's exactly why I'm doing the flavor file on the California Bears because the Cal- the California Golden Bears are 0 and 11 this season. 0 and 11. They are ranked dead last in the Pack 12. When I say dead last, I mean dead last. They haven't won a game. They are the, I believe they are the long winless team of the major teams in the major conference. That doesn't sit well with me. Okay? When you (laughs) are the long team who has not won a game this season, and we are in the mid part of, we're going to the mid part of December, brother. So, basically, a month and, like, two weeks in, you guys haven't won a single game. I'm trying to figure out what is going on with the Cowboys. You start off the season dropping every game. Well, you dropped every game. You lost to UC Davis by 10. That was the start of the season, and that was at home. And then Kansas State comes to, your team, comes to town. And they beat you by nine, 63 to 54. So you're 0 2. Okay. That's a bad start to the season, my You're just having a bad start to the season. They'll get it. They'll get it. They're, a they're in the pack to they in the major conference. They'll, they'll figure it out. UC San Diego comes in and they beat you, 64 to 62. Yo are 0 and 3 now. 0 oh, and 3. Okay. This is very interesting here. Then you play Southerner on November 18th, and Southerner beats you 74 to 6. What in tarnation is going on here? What is going on here? What is, what is going on here? So I'm looking, I'm looking at these teams here, yeah, like, like UC Davis. What is UC dates? UC Davis is currently six and three on the season. Six and three on the season. Okay. Let's go to University California San Diego. Their record, they are four and four as of right now. Four and four. Now you got beat by Southern. Mind you, fact, you was Southern's first win. That was 0 three going into that game before they met y'all.
1: In California
0: and they beat you. Now, what is Southern record since then? What is Southern overall record? Southern overall record right now is four and five. Then you play Texas State, and Texas State beat you at home, by the way, 59-55. State's record right now is what out in the Sunbelt Conference. Six and four. And you get beat by TCU. Wing on getting up like nowadays. It's TCU. TCU does have a pretty good basketball program out here in the Big 12. So we so we gonna let you go on that one. So you lost to Kansas State, who was nine and one, and you lost to TCU who was one. Okay. Understandable. Then you lose to Clemson. Matter of fact, you lost it to TCU and Clemson came into the and came into the Emerald Coast Classic. And Clemson beat you pretty good. Beat you by eight. Clemson's having a pretty good season rather right now, if I remember correctly. Clemson right now is sitting with overall, they are eight and three, so they're having a good season. Okay. You two lost came against good teams, okay? At TCU and home to Clemson, okay. But you lost to Texas State, Southern, UC San Diego, UC Davis. And then you open the Pat twelve matchup with the uh, good old uh, USC, and they put it on you because it is USC after all. Sixty six to fifty one. That's the month of November. That is zero and eight for the entire month of November. Now we are in December. You played the fourth ranked Arizona Wildcats at Arizona. Yeah, we all know what was coming in that one, as you can see, eighty one to sixty eight. Okay, then, but then. You play Eastern Washington, and they beat you 50 to 48. You are 0 and 10 at this point, and you lost to Eastern Washington, and Eastern Washington, let's see what Eastern Washington looks like. Eastern Washington, the big sky. They are literally 4 and 6. Four and six are right now. So if I'm looking at this correctly, we have a Cal, California team here who is part of the Pac-12, a major conference, which means that makes you a major team inside of a major conference, and you have lost to the Big West by way of UC Davis and UC San Diego. So you lost to two Big West teams. With one of them being above 500, one at 500. Just, I'm, just going, I'm just going through the game. Okay, you lost two Big 12 teams at Kansas State and TCU. We can give you on that one. You lost to Southerner, who is a, uh, a Southwest Atlantic Coast team. A SWAT team at that. You lost to them, they are four and five. So you lost to the HBCU school as well. Okay. That was part of the Emerald Coast to Coast Classic as well. And that was at home. You lost to Texas State in the Sunbelt. And girl, i about teasing. you lost to Clemson, okay, you lost to USC, okay, and you lost to Eastern Washington. So you lost to two big West schools, a SWAT school, a Sunbelt school, and you lost to a big West school, East Washington, a big Scott school. So, two, so, okay, two big West schools with California, and California, San Diego. You lost to a SWAT school in uh, Southerner. You lost to a Sunbelt school in Texas State. And you lost to a Big Sky school in East Washington. You lost to five major programs already. Five major programs already. And, of course, you lost to USC. You lost to Arizona. You lost to... Clemson, TCU, and Kansas State and then by the way you got beat by Butler two days ago 82 to 58 But we know Butler we understand Butler Butler's a part of the A-10 so Butler has a reputation of beating school so uh, biggie school so we got got you on that You're 0 and 11 And if I'm looking at these scores correctly, I think y'all haven't reached 80 in none of these games let me see, you scored 65 in your first loss, 54, 62, 66, 55, 48, 59, 51, 68, 48, and 58. Y'all haven't reached 70 now one time this year. Y'all haven't reached 70 points one time this year. The closest you came to reaching seven. 70, oh, by the way, Easton, Washington, you want to score 48 points. So. The cousin that comes to scoring 70 was against... Was against Southern. When you scored sixty six, but it was one more point than you scored against UC Davis. Now, I'll take that back. You scored 68 against Arizona, but they dropped 81 on you. i take that back. But still, that is terrible. Now, I have to look at y'all and figure out what the hell's going on because your next game, which is right on the screen right here, to finish the month of December. Yeah, it's Santa Clara. Santa Clara is 8-3 on the season, by the way. That should be interesting. Santa Clara has... They play UC They took an l one, that one They, play, they beat the beat BB school, so I can give them credit on that one. They beat Eastern Washington. That's like game of the season. Yeah, I don't see them. But yet, they have UC Irvine. No, they have Portland State tomorrow. They have UC Irvine two days after that before they play you guys in California. And you telling me y'all can't win that game? And the fact that it got to the point where they have Santa Clara as a 79 Point as a seventy-nine percent favorite to win this game for the ESPN. That is a long for a power, for well, a major program like Cal, who's in the Pac-12. That's how bad it is. Cal is a team that it just it's terrible. It's terrible. So I'm gonna give you a sneak peek how terrible it is. But you have Santa Clara coming up. Then you have UT Arlington before you play Utah and Colorado. You guys are averaging fifty-seven point six points per game. Your defense, you're giving up seven. You're giving up sixty-seven point three a game, so you're getting blown out by ten points a game. Okay. You only you only make four threes a game, which is like this one. Well, the point difference is about ten. We can keep going now. This is just the beginning. You are only averaging twenty-eight rebounds a game, which is terrible you shooting 39% from the field 39% from the field it is a good you only you average eight to nine assists a game eight to nine assists a game and you turn the ball over tw- nine, 13 times a game you average more turnovers than you do assists what is he what the work? How is y'all still a part of the Pet 12 at this moment in time? The Pet 12 need to get rid of y'all for basketball purposes because this is the abysmal from the Pet 12. To have a team that is this terrible to be in a mid to be in a major conference. Y'all need to go down to the mid-majors. Y'all need you need you need to figure out how to win again, okay? Because for some odd reason, you guys are just let me look at this. From 1996 all the way to 2017, you see the three coaches it have been Braun, Mike Montgomery, and Kuzo Martin. Y'all were competing. Do you see this? Y'all were competing. But when King Jones in 2017 to Mark Fox, who is the to Mark Fox, who is the current head coach right now, it's been abysmal. It's been abysmal. The last time y'all seen a posting was in 2017. That was Martin's last year coaching. When you went to the NIT and you got deep in the first round. The last time you've been to the Turnbull was in the early 2000s when you got upset by freaking Wyoming. Not Wyoming, Hawaii. In the first round. Between Jones and Fox, the California Golden Bears are 38 and 84. That is a 31 win percentage since 2017. It is very disgraceful to see such utter. I don't even have the word for it right now. I don't even have the word for it right now. I don't know what to call it. This is this is this is abysmal. Okay, this is atrocious. This is oh my gosh this is terrible. In four plus years, four plus years, y'all can only win 31% of your games. 31! And you're a major team in a major conference. What is this? What is, my God, what is this? What, some, please tell me what is this. So, Cal, you guys are your major. And I a major favorite file to the Pac-12, to the NCAA, and to the basketball fans out there in the West Coast. I'll be back. The Playmakers Bar is proudly mm-hmm. to announce that is letter that partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it's your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch Breaking Lose live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, mountains of entertainment. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights as we get into our final thing for today. And it's like, hey, check with the new old And before I do, those you, just saw the ad for Paramount Plus. The Paramount Plus thing, they have a sale going on right now. Well, you can get half, you can get 50% off a on one-year subscription with Paramount Plus. You can use the winter code, winter, with your promo code, winter50. That is winter, W-I-N-T-E-R. 5-0 is one more goals. You can get 50% off of one year, one year subscription with Paramount Plus today. So, go ahead and take advantage of that. Like I said, back to our heat chat with the New Orleans Pelicans. My goodness. Who saw the New Orleans Pelicans doing what they have done this year, so far this season? Two months into the season and the Pelicans have been balling their butts off. All right. Currently 18 and 8th in the Western Conference, holding the number one spot. They are top 10 in every category you see on the screen, those of you who are watching on YouTube. They are third in points per game at 117.6. They are eighth in opponents per points per game at 110.6. That is a that is, that is a point difference of plus seven Pelicans, but. They are seven, and both rebounded in a sense with 45.2 rebounds a game and 27 assists a game. This team is playing good ball. Zion Wilson is healthy. Brandon Eagle is doing his thing. CJ trying finally gets a full year with the Pelicans. And you see what these boys can do. They start off the season 500 You know, they start off season beating the Brooklyn Nets and Brooklyn, winning that shot before suffering their first loss to the Jazz. When the Jazz was on the rise, and we had to do a heat check with the Jazz, but then, you know, with the Pelicans from, from the beginning of the season to just before my birthday, they were five and five. Okay, so they really paid no attention. And then all of a sudden, it's been a oh, turning point. They have been, let me see, 13 and three the rest of their way, including winning the last seven games. Okay, as you can see on the screen, those of you who are watching on YouTube. Thirteen and three in the last twenty-one games. No, thirteen and three in the last sixteen games. But in the last seven games, they have been all Ws, beating the Thunder, the Toronto Raptors, the Spurs, the Nuggets, the Detroit Pistons, and the Phoenix Suns in back-to-back games. Back-to-back games. I'm now. gonna now get to both of those games in a minute. As we continue to look at Brandon Ingram, averaging 28, 20, 20.8 points per game with five five rebounds and about five assists a game. So you're talking 21, 5, and 5 from Brandon Ingram. That's what you like to see. For CJ McCullum you're talking 17 and a half a game with five rebounds a game, about six assists a game. That's a good job from a, from, from a shooting/slash point guard position. He can put the ball in the bucket, but he also can facilitate the offense and do what he stay. But most people, when it comes to New Orleans was talking about this guy, Mr. Zion Wilson, who is healthy for once. He is he is averaging twenty five points per game, seven rebounds a game, with four assists a game. That man's been on a mission. And by the way, Zion Wilson is my lights out player of the week. Just for this episode here, I haven't done only done one other one that was Damian Lillard. But for this week, I think I can do one and I think Zion Williamson deserves to be mentioned as in the lifestyle player of the week because Zion Wimson has been on the chair. I will get to why he's the player of the week in a minute, but let's just look at what happened with the Phoenix Suns, by the way. As you can see here, on December 9th, the the second of three meetings with the Phoenix Suns, the Phoenix won the first one. But let me give you the score of that one real quick. Let me go back to here and give you that score about the first meeting when they played because that was part of the five and five streak that the pelicans were on when they when they started the season so so pretty much you know that the pelicans are on on the 2-1 victory over the sun right now but their first meeting back in november they lost to the uh back in, back in October shot. So back in October, there will be a 11-124 loss in the desert up in Phoenix, Arizona. That game was back on October 28th in that game. Uh, I, don't even, I don't think Zion played that game. That's the question. I'm gonna see Zion did not play that game. But nevertheless, Mikael Breezes had 27 points to lead to, to lead all scores. Uh, he had 16 from Devin Booker, only seven points from Chris Paul, but he wasn't even in that one. But now you have back to back games. December 9th, the first one up to inside New Orleans, smooth keen center. Zion Wilson goes off of 35 points, 76.5% from the field, and seven rebounds. Zion weather was 13 for 17 from the field, for those of you who are looking what the numbers were 13 for 17 from the field. And this dunk right here is the dunk that kind of sparked a little scuffle at the end of the game. Because at the end of the game, he decided to do a windmill when the game was already in hand. And the Phoenix Suns took exception to that. But nevertheless, Devin Booker had a had a poor game: fourteen points on five of 17 shooting. Chris Paul had twenty-four points with seven boys and with eight boards and seven assists. DeAndre Ayton with twenty-five and fourteen, but it wasn't enough because wasn't had thirty-five. CJ McCullough had eighteen points with seven boards and eight assists. There was no Brendan Ingram in this game, but nevertheless, the Pelicans took it. How would a rematch go with how would a rematch go with took place yesterday with the Suns not having them broken due to a hamstring injury? So they were sort short of name, but DeAndre A, 28 points and 12 boys for the Suns. Mikael Bridges had 27. Chris Ball had a very porous game with six points, three for 10 shooting. He did have a little rebound nevertheless no Brandon Ingram again for game two no difference as the Pelicans won game two 129 124 in overtime so he didn't recover 29 points seven assists design was another 35 point game He was 66.7 percent on the field he shot 14 for 21 he also, he, he also went so he, he also went 66.77 from three because he shot three threes and hit two of them. So he went two for three from three. 14 for 21 overall. He also had eight boys in that one. And two games against the Suns, which he played the He didn't play the first meeting. Against Lowe, but the two games he has played, the last two, 70 points, 27 for 38 from the field. That equates to 71% shooting. And the two for three was from game two. 15 boards, seven assists, and he was a plus 46 in the plus minus category. He's playing well. He's playing good. That's why he is my light stop player of the week. I must say in the last five games, the last five games for Zion Wilson has been has been amazing. He has dropped 159 points. That is 31.8 points per game. He has shot 66% from the field. Going 56 out of 85 from the field with 46 rebounds, 24 assists, with a plus minus of 86. In the last five games, Zion Williamson and the Pelicans on this seven-game winning streak. Zion has been that guy to lead the Pelicans to these wins. With CJ McCullough playing, Brandon Ingram out for the time being, the Pelicans are rocking and running as the number one team in the rest of Right now, can they keep it up is the question, though. Can they keep it up is the question because they got some games coming up. They got back-to-back games at Utah starting tomorrow and then Thursday. Then they go to Phoenix on the 17th i believe this is the final meeting between the between the two teams This one back in the desert so this game so this the so december 17th is the last meeting for them two and that game will be showed on aba tv at 9 p.m eastern standard time and after you play phoenix for the final time you have the milwaukee bucks coming in to smoothie king center to face off before the Spurs come in, before you take a trip to OKC, before you face off with the Indiana Pacers, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and the Philadelphia 76ers at home before you finish the new finish you, before you finish the year of 2022 out in Memphis against John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. So can the streak continue because the, this one. You have the next one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten matchups coming up. This is the next 10 games. The next 10 games. Can the streak get to 17? You know? Or will it end at seven? Because that's a Utah team who can score with anybody. And then you have Phoenix after you play Utah twice, then Milwaukee. So you have Four. Your next four games are really interesting games before you face a Spurs team, who's reeling, a reeling, an OKC team, who's down at the bottom. Before you face off with the Pacers, who can score with anybody as well, a Timberwolves team, who is coming back healthy, and a, Philly, and a Philadelphia 76ers team, who Joel Embiid is on a tear right now, dropping 50 points in their last game when they played the Charlotte Hornets, when he dropped 50 and they beat them by 20. Before you play John Morant and the Memphis Grizzlies. But nevertheless, 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 the New Orleans Pelicans are the heat check of the week, and doing so. Thank you for tuning in. This has been Shooting Lights Out. I will catch. Spotify, Stitcher, and a whole lot more. This has been Shooting.